What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to No Gimmicks here on the DFPN. We got a good show for you guys tonight. If you are listening to the sound of our voices and you're not watching us live, you know what to do. www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Join for as little as $3 a month. That will get you access to the lives. You can interact with us. You can join this show live. You can come have fun with us. Subscribe to the Bandcamp, datfillin.bandcamp.com. Uh, we got new music on the way from pretty much everybody. So $3 a month, same deal as the Patreon. Gets you the entire Dat Fillin catalog. You can come stream, let your friends see how good the music is, datfillin.bandcamp.com. And we have merch coming out on the Teespring. So go to teespring.com, search for Dat Fillin Podcast. And rock this gear. Take pictures in it. Let the fans know you rock with the show. There may be something in it for you. Fabulous Frankie D. Welcome back. Yes, sir. First <laughs> of all, I got to say that we got the dopest intro music of any podcast around <laughs> I, I, I gotta say that I it's because it's the truth, you feel me? Yes. It's we, we got we got that right there. So yes. other than that, man, what's up with it? We are uh, we we've had a we've had a pretty busy not not wrestling news week, but podcast wise, we've had a we've pretty had busy a bump. week. Yeah. yeah, we've had a we we've had a bump in, in, in business around here. Business has uh, picked up. If you will. If you will in public. <laughs> if you will. Uh, that was all due to our involvement with uh, Mission Pro Wrestling and the Edge of Glory. Shout out to Misty Marks. Shout out to Dream Girl Ellie. They put on a fucking banger for uh, Edge of Glory. Uh, both women went out there. This was a very hard-hitting match. I was going to put up some video of it, but I didn't want to break any cro- uh, in the lines of uh, copywriting. So... Uh, go to titlematchnetwork.com. Uh, as little as $9, you can watch this pay-per-view. Edge of Glory, Mission Pro Wrestling. The whole card was actually really good. Um, but I feel like No Gimmicks got lucky because we actually ended up sponsoring, in my opinion, the match of the night. For for as long there as it go. lasted, it was it was hard-hitting. Both girls were throwing fire at each other. Uh, our girl Misty Marks ended up taking the win, so it was a win-win all around for that. So, well, that's good, and it's going to be a very uh, healthy relationship with no gimmicks and uh, Mission Pro Wrestling moving forward. Yep, I'm pretty sure we're going to be continuing to do business with them, sponsoring some matches here and there. Um, so, fruitful relationship with everybody. So, it's very, very exciting what we have uh, on tap coming up for the future here of no gimmicks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So getting into the show tonight, uh, you know, we had some news coming out of yesterday raw uh, before the show even started. There was there was rumblings on social media that a certain AEW star was backstage at raw. We haven't heard anything about him being backstage at AEW. But yesterday, CM Punk was backstage at Monday Night Raw. And 
these things, so these things aren't common. Uh, I mean, they are common. Sorry. They are common. It's not uncommon to have superstars from other companies backstage at events. It happens. Uh, Adam Cole, when he was signed to WWE, he was backstage at an AEW event. Uh, Ricky Starks was backstage at WrestleMania uh, going to support Cody. Like, these things happen. There was a bunch of there was a bunch of Japan, uh, New Japan stars that showed up at uh, at an ROH event, came and said hi to a bunch of uh, ROH stars because they were out there in California. These things aren't common. What what isn't common is a superstar of the caliber of CM Punk, knowing that the media has is going to eat this shit up, being backstage at an event. So. My question to you, was this a PR move or was this just like, I'm going to visit some people? It's very simple. All right. Yeah, it's a PR move because CM Punk knows that people are going to talk and that's (laughs) how you say relevant in this business. But on top of that, he already knew that they were going to be in Chicago. Yeah. It's been reported that some people are saying he took a flight from Florida to Chicago with some of these WWE superstars. That that rumor's going around. Uh. But at the same time, here's the deal. CM Punk probably went to Monday Night Raw because it was in Chicago to go visit friends, to clear the air with some things, but also get a feeling trying to fill it out there. To see if he would be walking back. Now, story going around right now. People like Fightful, you know, Sean Ross Sapp and all these other different people are reporting that Punk talked to The Miz, cleared the air with him. Yep. I guess he talked briefly with Triple H, which is shocking. Very. But that kind of shows you where these two guys are at at this point in their lives where they can actually have a conversation, sit down, talk even for a brief minute after the whole heated confrontation back and forth when Punk walked out. So the fact that they can come together right now and even have a conversation even for a few minutes, that's a big step towards To where there's no hostility. Exactly. There's no hostility involved. The only person that had a problem with this is the person who I stated last week (laughs) still runs the WWE, and that was Vince McMahon. When Vince McMahon McMahon got stooged, pretty much, and got word that CM Punk was in the building, that's when he had the security and all these different cats ask Punk to leave the premises, pretty much. And Punk left without any kind of incident, whatever. I don't really think anybody cared, to be honest, that he was there. And I'm not, not saying I didn't care, but what I mean is like... It wasn't a care. big deal. It wasn't a big deal. He yeah. was just there. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. think it was that big of a deal. Obviously, it was a big deal to Vince, and people are speculating, well, it's because he's under contract to AEW. That makes no sense to me. No, because it Ricky Starks was just at the Royal Rumble out here in San Antonio with Cody Rhodes. Right. He's a contracted AEW wrestler. Right. Wrestlers go back and forth. So, I think it's more to the story. I think it was Vince pretty much 
maybe trying to squash something before he gets started because he's not going to be able to deliver on that. He's not going to be able to deliver on anything. Like, if it be CM Punk, it, he, they can't do business with CM Punk. Right. So, we don't want to have a situation where we're going to come in here and try to do a match or even talk about doing a match when there's no possibility that this is going to happen because right. you're technically under contract to our competitor. Right. So, I think that's where the bottom line is. I think if, if CM Punk was free and clear... And who knows if Vince had been there, I think the situation would have probably been a little bit different. I think they would have taught because at the end of the day, Vince I is agree. business. Vince Vince has always been business. He'll put his he'll put his stuff aside for the betterment of a WWE. But does Vince still have that mentality now that he no longer owns it? Is he still in the hunt? That's like a that, good question. That's a that very he, good question. That he's going to put all this stuff to the do, do I have to anymore put my stuff to the side for the betterment of the WWE? I don't own the WWE anymore. Right. So do wow. I really care? But <laughs> at the same time, bro, he's up here. We're getting the rumors. He's up here once again changing the scripts and all. And I'm like, people, I said it last week. I've been saying it. Yep. Vince has always changed the script. He's been always doing this. The man never left. He's always there. He's always going to be there. At least for the next two years, he's going to be there. Yeah. And that's that's what it is, man. So I'm not surprised by any of the developments right now. See him. Last week on the show, we are going to see now who's a phony tough Who's the draw? Is it, <laughs> is it the elite? Is it CM Punk? We're going to find out. But I'm going to tell you like this too. Because I heard this uh, earlier today. And I tend to agree with this. So um, you have a situation here where you got these three guys here that are supposed to be EVPs. And you got this guy over here who's a talent. Now, if these people can't put their differences aside... To work together. What's the point? I thought it was about business. I thought it was about making money. It should be. It, it's, it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. So, why can't Tony Khan just say, listen, I'm paying you guys a shit ton of money. I have a lot riding on this Wembley Stadium show. I got a lot riding on CM Punk in general because I'm paying him a lot of money. I got a lot riding on you guys because I'm paying you a lot of money. Right. Let's squash this petty bullshit, this petty junior high school, high school bullshit that would never happen in WWE. <laughs> All right. Would never happen there. True. Let's squash this here and let's get on the focus here and get back on the ball of being the best alternative that we can be. You're never going to be able to beat the WWE. That's never going to happen. That's yeah, a monster. True. That's a monster that's in his own lane, in his own universe. You're never going to be able to beat that. One, only thing you can do, only thing you can do is try to maneuver your way around that monster and try to take some of that monster's you know, food away, which is the fans. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Speaking of, speaking of Vince still there, you brought up a very good point. How much... 
How much does he care about making himself available like that? Or, or Vince was a guy of second chances. How much of that has changed? Is he is he going to be that guy of second chances? I mean, Vince has to be the guy for second chances because Vince has been given a second chance. If you want to think about this, mm. the man was was out of the supposedly quote unquote out of the business. This is true, and now he's back. This is true. So he was given a second chance. So I think Vince's mentality is still second chance, but. Like I said before, how invested is he in doing that? Does he care? I think as a certain, I, I think at a certain point he does still care because the WWE is still his baby, even though he don't own it anymore. It's still his baby, and I believe this. I'm I'm making a prediction here. Vince's deal was for two years for this this new thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mark my words. In two years. Vince will be out. I think he'll be done. They got the asset they got. They bought the asset. So we don't we will no longer need Vince McMahon. It's no different than when Ted Turner found out that he had no power anymore when American Online merged with Time Warner. AOL Time well, Warner yeah. that merger. Yeah. Okay. Mergers always end up like this. Yeah, everything is all hunky-dory and everything is all cool now. Two years from now, we're going to see where it's at. And I think Vince is going to have a lot of regrets that maybe he didn't do the mm. right thing. Buyer's remorse. Uh, yeah. And there ain't going to be a damn thing you can do about it. No. Because they have the asset. They they have the WWE. So like Dana White says. Dana White says, well, let's see where the WWE is at in like five years. And, and I, you know, I, I didn't take offense to that, but I kind of took offense to that. Because it's almost like, why does the WWE have to prove itself in five years? Let's see where they're at in five years under the under the Endeavor company. WWE has proven itself through time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's proven itself through time. And that, it's, is it's, kinda, that is kind of that is kind of offensive. Mean? Yeah, it yeah. is kind of offensive. You know, I, and I and I thought about that. And I'm like, dude, the company's proven itself. They proved themselves pay per view. They proved themselves when they took the company public. They've always been here. This company was helping the UFC in its infancy. Yeah. Draw something. The 90s, model for the UFC. Exactly. Exactly. So so for someone to come out and say, well, we'll see what they're at. Like, like yeah, this, kinda, like, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like, the WWE is like this little bitty company over here. And we'll see where, we'll see where they're at in like five years with this. No, dude. No. That's that's yeah, 60, that, 60 that years false. Yeah, sixty years of, of WWF to the WWE. Okay, the kings of 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 pay per view. All right, put pay per view on a map with with WrestleMania, the Rock and Wrestling connection, Hulkamania. Okay, the Attitude Era, the Money Night War. Yeah, buying their competition. Yeah, the ruthless aggression era. The company kept evolving. UFC wasn't. UFC didn't really. UFC didn't really go anywhere and didn't get a real get push, and really until Vince McMahon bought his competition and then people stopped watching wrestling, walked away, 
and welded true. to this new shiny toy, which was mixed martial arts, UFC, Bellator, and all that. That's when that happened. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got a point. But what I'm what I'm saying especially is, around 2000, especially around 2005, is when yeah. it really blew up. 2005, 2006. You yeah. have the Ultimate Fighter show that was on Spike. Yeah. Uh, you know that was on Spike TV. Yep. And it, it was, um, I believe it was the, the lead-in for uh, TNA Impact. So. Was it? I thought it came on after that. It may, maybe so. Maybe it came on after. But, it, but my whole point was, is that. It was chain it, programming. It, 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 was, it was, exactly. Yeah. That's when, and it was it was last show on the wrestling, when they were trying to build their own kind of right. sports network. Right. It's always been a wrestling connection with UFC. The entire presentation of the UFC is WWE. It's true because in the early in the early UFC days they didn't have those entrances like they have now, right? And and the production wasn't as high quality as it is now. They owe a lot of that shit to WWE. A lot. That's my point. That's my point. So for some for Dana White to come out and say that shit, and I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Prove themselves. We'll see. We'll see where they're at in five years. WWE has to prove a damn thing. In, in what he needs years. to understand is uh you merged with them. <laughs> that's that's what the fuck happened. Well he didn't you do merged. anything. Well yeah, not he not you him, not him, but the UFC merged with WWE. It ain't the other way around. Well I'm, a, being I'm, gonna, real technical I, 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 I'm gonna be real technical about something right now. All right, this might this might piss a lot of people off. But I'm but it's the damn truth. If you're going through an airport, who are you going to recognize more? The UFC fighters or the WWE superstars? It depends. That really does depend. Because there are it fighters. De- it depends. There are fighters. The Nate Diaz's. The yeah, there are fighters that are up there. Yeah, there are some of them out there. And I'm not knocking them at all. I ain't knocking UFC at all. The motherfuckers be out there doing their shit. I ain't not knocking them at all. We have much respect to that. Yeah. Well, my, my own thing is, is don't. Don't shit on the WWE like it's just this little thing over here and it, no. it has to prove itself to the UFC or has to prove itself to... Uh, no, we don't have to do no. that. Because the the formula... And let me... let me the, the UFC's most popular fighter ever is Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is, for all intents and purposes, a fucking heel. His persona is a heel, and he plays it well. The man has made millions of dollars being a heel. And win, lose, or draw, people are going to want to watch him fight because of his persona. That persona is derived directly from wrestling, from from, from whatever you want to call it. And... He he wanted to be in the WWE at one point in time, like when at his height, there was talk of him leaving UFC and going to WWE. Well, and I think he's so interested in that now, and it actually yeah. might might be closer to it now. Just when you you know when you're out there, don't have black people uh, you know dancing for you. <laughs> we we don't want to do that. People remember yeah. that when he was doing his fight with Mayweather and all that. Yeah, those little. In your windows, kind of reminded me of the Triple H Booker T thing back in the day. <laughs> yep, people forget about that though. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on, man. Uh, something came out yesterday. Um, Chavo Guerrero came out with a statement mm. that he would he would like to see Rey Mysterio lay off the Eddie tributes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feels like he's using it as a crutch. And what he said makes sense, right? He's like, our family, we worked hard for this name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, it, it's kind of like Chavo's being protective of it. Talking before the show, uh, you said an interesting comment. One that I didn't really think about. I didn't really think about this. You're saying you think this may be a work because it came out of left field. Yes, I I do. I honestly do. Um, first of all, look, whether it's a work or not, there's always a little kernel of truth in what someone's saying. I, it's hard to argue against what he said. Yeah, and I'm when I first read the comments, I said, well, damn, it's about time somebody said it. <laughs> because they've been doing this since Eddie passed. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, I mean, enough's enough. You know, they, I mean, first, I, I mean, I, I think the biggest slap in the face, really, when it comes down to it, 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 it has to be the LWO thing. Because just just knowing the history of the LWO and knowing that Rey Mysterio was a reluctant member of the faction when the faction originated in the WCW, and now all of a sudden you want to bring it back? No. <laughs> and all the... Stuff that was going on with with Dominic and and I, and I even said that they got a real good story going on with just Dominic feeling that Ray wasn't there for him as a father and all that. You don't have to put in. I wish Eddie was my father. Like, where the hell did that come from? And I and I said that you know when it, when it was going down. Like, you got so much heat with this. You don't need this all this extra. Drama, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I do believe it's a work, but I, but I, but I do agree with Chavo that okay, a, a, enough's enough. There, there's only one Eddie Guerrero. There, there will never be another one. You know what I mean? And the guy was the the, the guy was good. He was damn good. He was he yeah. was. I mean, that whole lie, cheat, steal thing. I was watching to win. Shit. I was watching that shit earlier. She yeah. was brilliant. The shit was but it's brilliant. Like, but it's like what people don't understand is like that whole cheat to win. Eddie was doing that in WCW. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. I, I just I don't agree with them using Eddie's name like Travel said as a crutch. I do believe Travel was was Travel was I, I think he was working, honestly. But then I think people started to get on him. And now he's kind of backpedaling a little bit. It's just a lot of confusing, confusing shit here. 
Yeah. Because, like I said, it came so out of it. Like, why didn't you say something before this? You have social media. You're on Twitter. You could have done said something about this if that's how yeah. you felt. Because yeah. they've been doing this. It, it's it's <clears throat> never it's never stopped in WWE when it came to Eddie Guerrero. It's actually amplified in the past year with this whole Dominic and and Rey Mysterio angle because it brought out the whole I'm your poppy thing, right? And I brought it back. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and then the whole the Rhea Ripley, I'm your mommy. Yeah, I'm like, people, let's get something original here. You know what I mean? And then they go back to the drawing board here of of the LWO, and it's not really the LWO because you're coming out to Rey Mysterio's music, and I'm like. Why haven't y'all turned on Ray yet? And got the like the, the La Rasa, you know, yeah. music the LWO had. It, you guys have the music. I, I, I just feel like the turns it. coming. I just they're taking too long, but I feel like it is coming. Yeah. But even with that being said, the LWO is still over. It's it's. It's weird because they are over and they need to make the turn, like make the turn, make it complete, get the heat. Bro, are they over or is it the Thunderdome working overtime? No, they're, they're actually over. I know the Thunderdome cause I heard it a lot last night, mm-hmm. but people said that shit was over working on SmackDown. No, I, I believe it was, it was more so last night. The mm-hmm. only times, the only times I will say that it wasn't really like dialed up to eleven is when LWO came out, when Seth came out, mm. and when Bad Bunny came out. Those were the really like okay, they're not mm-hmm. actually using this shit. Like that's actual crowd. But yeah, it was dialed. It was dialed. They were locked in last night. And I don't understand why they have to sweeten the crowd like that. But I don't get that. Just, and it's, it's just, noticeable. It's so, it, even it's, even yeah. with Cody shit, like with, when Cody came out, like you could tell they had it on because like it was noticeable. They panned out to the crowd, and the crowd was just like eh, everybody had their phones out and shit. And then like you could you could hear the Thunderdome noise, and then. For for those who don't know, like the abrupt ending to a crowd, <laughs> that's that's Thunderdome. <laughs> it was like last night was noticeable. It was like really, I was like, oh yeah, they're using this shit. <laughs> Told you, I can hear it's, it. I can hear. I I can I can hear it because just because I you know I just just like you you know putting a podcast together, you you mess around with different audio. Yeah, and, and, you know different audio features and all that, so you can you can you have this second sense, the second you know sense of hearing that you can hear certain. It's things. like a track. It's in right. your head. It's, it's, yeah, and so you can hear that because I because people don't know this, but in my in my spare time, well, you you know this stuff. My yeah. spare time, I like to take WWE matches, and I like to dub them over. I like to I like to yeah. to take change the music and all that to what what's on the network. Just a you know. Mess around a little bit, so I deal with audio tracks. I have crowd noise that I, I put on there to season it, to like, 
if, if like let's say for instance, like I'm I'm doing like one one of the biggest one of the biggest um Matt one of the biggest um uh interests they dub over on the network is Diamond Dallas Page from WCW. Yep. Cell five five. Yep. That song is completely dubbed. They dubbed it over with a song called Diamonds by uh Jim Johnson made it. It was basically a dub for DDP. Yep. So I, I I take any DDP match I can find, I just I dub it over. I I lay over and and pretty much bury the the real music and then I add the the fake music and then I put the crowd sound on top of that because I've turned turned it off. So you can tell when you're when you're leveling the tracks and all that. The problem with the Thunderdome is is that they're not doing shit to it's, level with. They're it's just on like, the spot. Just it's like, yeah, just turn that turn it on all the way up. Off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on off. And you can and, and you can hear it obviously you can tell when they're doing it because if the wrestlers are in the ring working and they're taking bumps, you're not really hearing the ring, Matt. You're not really hearing them, you know, you hear more crowd. That, that sound, you're hearing that crowd. So you yeah. already pretty much know they got this damn thing working hard, man. Like, you know why? Because like John Cena said with Austin Theory, it's a dead crowd. It's a, a dead match. No one cares. Yep. And that's kind of where kind of where we at. It's a damn shame. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. So don't let the guys <laughs> get over on their own. It's a it's a shame. And that's where I think that even with their faults, I think that's where AEW kind of gets WWE. It's because they don't have to sweeten it. They don't but, and that's it. the that's the main difference. Like and that's that's what I said the main difference was in the beginning was the crowd. And it's like you could tell the crowd's there to have fun. You can't mm-hmm. tell that in the in the WWE. Yeah. And I I wish they would just like let the crowd be the crowd. Right. Because it would come off it would come off way better. Sidebar, sidebar. Yeah. Somebody asked this question. I forget if this is in a group or what. But the lighting. Can you tell the difference in lighting between an AEW show and a WWE show? I can. Yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah. The the crowd, to me, the crowd seems a little bit darker on the AEW show than the WWE show. Right? I think it's the other way around. Nah, no, because WWE uses that one. They 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 usually have the crowd in red. Yeah, so they have that red for Raw. But I'm talking about when you watch AEW show, they just got the whole crowd. Just you really can't see anything. Yeah. Um. And and, and bro, when, since we're on the sidebar, we're talking about the 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 aesthetics and the you know the the why does AEW have red, white, and blue ropes? <laughs> I completely forgot about. It. I walked into this one. <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Why do they? You know, I was I was playing two K twenty three earlier, uh-huh. and I was I was making the AEW arena the new one. Uh huh. And I'm like, I'm 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 like I'm missing something here. Oh yeah, those goofy ass red, white, and blue ropes. So to make my <laughs> arena authentic, I had to add the red, white, and blue ropes. And I'm like, why do they have this rope color. This is like I some nineteen eighties WWF. Yeah, I think this was a. It was a show they had. I can't remember what it was, but they have been. They've been using it ever since. They need to go back to black ropes. I agree. So, if you're listening, Tony, go back 
Go back to the black ropes, my guy. Let us know that you're listening. Go to the black ropes. Yeah. Go back yeah. to the black. Yeah. Hell, because even it looks, gray. It looks it look, it, it, I mean, you can even get away with red. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. red, white, and blue, I, I, that just screams... 1990s WWF uh, superstars of wrestling are wrestling yep. challenge or Saturday night's main Saturday events. Night. Or, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is not a, this looks goofy. Like, <laughs> and it's like, you can't cover it. Like, if we got to do a changeover, we got to tape Rampage. It's the same red, white, and blue robes, or I, 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 they don't change the robe color anymore. I'm like, change the robes back to black, please. Jeez, I mean, this, the stage and all that, that looks, the stage is passable, but change the damn rope cover back to black. I love the stage. I love it. The stage is okay. It ain't, it, ain't like it. A, it ain't like a state-of-the-art shit. It's, it's just not, it's not, but... Of, it's just a bunch of screens. It's not, but it's not too much. It's not too no, much. No, it's, it's an upgrade from the other, it's an upgrade from the, the other one. I, the I hated the original. I hated yeah. the tunnels. I said, that's too TNA-ish. <laughs> I said, no, we need to get rid of the tunnels, dude. <laughs> So they, they, they do they do little things good, they do little things wrong. My God, since we're on the subject of AEW, why in the world are we stopping and starting pushes? Why did we take the TNT championship off of Powerhouse Hobbs, put it right back on Wardlow? You they had Wardlow was 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 a special talent. This dude was massively over, and I don't understand. You you killed him. Here's you killed what, here's him, what and I and then you got I, Brian Cage doing jack shit. Here's what here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking they're doing. To be fair to them, I think that they realized that they 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 fumbled that bag, and I think they're trying to get it back. The problem is. You're trying to get this bag back, but in the meantime, you had another guy being built up in Powerhouse Hobbs. And when I finally settle my palate to be like, okay, because I love Hobbs. Okay, that's the guy. Keep the title on him. They take it off and they give it back to Wardlow. Now we're back at square one. You just, you're killing the push. Stop killing the push. At this point, keep the strap on Wardlow. Keep it on him for a while. Build him back up. If you want to put him in a feud with Powerhouse Hobbs, put him in a feud with Powerhouse Hobbs. Otherwise, here's my thing. Keep the belt on Wardlow. Have Powerhouse Hobbs go after Orange Cassidy. Have Powerhouse Hobbs beat Orange Cassidy. And now you have two guys that you've built up and you can actually legitimately push them and keep them hot. That is the only way you fix this because Orange Cassidy has been a champion for a while. He's he's a star. He can afford to drop that strap and remain a star. See... The only problem with that idea is that I don't really... The All-Atlantic Championship 
It's the international uh, championship now. Well, whatever. International. Yeah. That's how it shows you how long I've been since I watched AEW. Exactly. So, the international championship. Um, it's more, to me, it's more like a cruiserweight championship. It's not really. And is that is that because Orange Cassidy is holding it? Well, the first champion was Pac. Right. Or Pac. He yeah. was the first champion. Right. So it's geared towards smaller guys. You know what I mean? So I don't necessarily think it's a good idea to put Powerhouse Hobbs with the International Championship. It just it does no purpose. It's 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 like when I think of international championships, I kinda think of ravishing Rick Rude in WCW as an international champion. And then you had the WCW champion. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know what I mean? Did work. Okay, I see where you. I see where you're getting. What at. I would do for Hobbs is honestly, I think Hobbs is better off in a tag team at this point. So, but he's powerhouse, powerhouse Hobbs, and Keith Lee as a tag team. Oh, I'd pay for that. You I would think know, right? that with turn Keith turn Keith Lee heel. With powerhouse Hobbs, have QT manage both of them, and have them go into the tag team division at this point, because this because it, because it does it serves two purposes. Number one, Keith Lee is slower now than what he what he was. He's older, older. Well, health wise, he's slower. He's slowing down. Yeah, you can have Hobbs, who's a younger guy, go in there and do a lot of the work. Yeah, Keith Lee come in and do you know do his spots. The, the crowd goes home happy. That's what I would do. Wardlow, on the other hand, I, I would love to see Wardlow feud with someone like a Luchasaurus for, man. To, for the TNT Championship. That's I where think I they're go. going that route. I think they are okay. going that route. I, I would do that. Yeah, I, I think they're going that route. I would have them going that route. Because uh, when Wardlow won it, Christian yeah. and uh, Luchasaurus walked out. Okay, I think they are going that route, though. Cool. So I would do that. But then on the top of that, I would also have on the side programs here, I believe that 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 Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara at some point needs a feud. Um, I agree. They, I, I believe I hate Sam, with Sammy Guevara. Yeah. I, I believe Sammy Guevara has outgrown the association with Chris Jericho. I believe so too. He needs to go on his own. Sammy is, is Sammy Guevara is miscast in this situation. He, he's Garcia a star that needs lackey. to shine. Yeah, he can be. I don't even think. Lackey. I don't even think Daniel Garcia at this point. They the JAS itself. I don't right. think needs to be a thing anymore because no, I, I think it's done. I think it's run its course. Yeah, I think it has. I think it has. Because if, think, because if you compare if you compare the two factions, it's always going to be inner circle, inner circle, and the JS, and yes. it's always going to go back to the inner circle was a better faction. Yeah, I agree. Because look, at the, because look at the talent you had in there. Yeah, you had Santana, you had Ortiz, you had Hager, you had Jericho, you had Sammy Guevara, the original inner circle. And then you look at them, you and then you look at the JS. I mean. Garcia, Garcia should be with the the Blackpool Combat Club. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? That's he where Garcia is running amok right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's where he should have been. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, and, and where, where are the guns? Haven't seen them since they lost. Came out with that cool ass entrance. Lost the championships and then no follow, no follow up to no follow up at all. I love the guns too. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought what I thought was it was a it was the perfect move. You have them, you have them beat them, and then you give them the feud with the acclaimed. And now you have two tag teams. You have two tag teams, young guys, both very good workers. Both groups are very good workers. Great feud, a good story to tell along the way, and we threw that away. Although the consolation was FTR, it's it's kind of hard for me to say I I don't like any of this shit when I do like the fact that FTR won won the belts. Yeah, I mean I get that, but the belt should have stayed on the guns a little bit longer. I agree. I agree. It's like. They're playing hot potato with a lot of the championships. The only stable champion that they've had around there has been Jay Cargill. And she's been protected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, AEW has a lot of stuff. I just wish that they would get on track. Like, do something to make me want to watch your show. Give me a reason. Give me something. Give me a reason to watch. Yeah, give me a reason to watch it. I have not watched AEW. Let me tell you the last time. I watched AEW. It was when it, it was uh, it was a a promo segment, which I said this is the shits, and I ain't watching it next week. It was a promo segment with Ricky Sarks, Action Andrade, I think his name is. Yeah, Action, Action Andretti, and Jericho Appreciation Society, and it was one of the worst promo segments I ever saw. And I said, okay, I'm done with this shit. And I ain't watched it since. Because Action Andrade couldn't talk. He couldn't cut a promo. Ricky Starks was weighed down with this with this shit here. Ricky Starks could be their version of The Rock if he was booked right. I he agree. has a promo ability. He looks like a superstar. He dresses like a superstar. He talks like a superstar. I agree. So why are we not... Making him a superstar. And making him a superstar. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's why I don't understand here. It's like we have so much talent and we recycle we, we just cycle them out. I don't understand that. And it's like where where where's where is Miro? Where's Andrade? They have so much, bro. <laughs> like there's is so Ross, many people. Is, is, is JR still on rampage or is he on Yes. Dying? They need to move JR to collision. I that's a whole nother that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. But right. and that's and that's because Tony Khan's in this position where he doesn't want to make these changes. But he has like, why, to why, like, has why, to. why why is why is Jake the Saint Roberts not doing commentary on one of these shows? You have one of the most genius minds in the history yeah. of the industry. He has a podcast. I listen to his podcast all the time. Yeah. So why why is he not like, bro? Why is Jake Roberts not on there? I watched I watched his A and E documentary. For anybody who has not watched the Jake the Snake documentary on A and E, 
do yourself a favor and go watch this shit. I was like, holy fuck, man. Like this dude, but his psychology, his psychology comes from a fucked up way of growing up, but his psychology is like a fucking plus, bro. Like, I, I kill to, to think psychologically or creativity the way he does. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to him. Like, he just comes up with this shit. Like, let me tell you, if, if, if I was at AEW, there's no way I don't Jake have him. Roberts, Jake Roberts would be one of the people that I would seek out every time I'm at the arena. Every single time. It, it's, every a couple, it's, single it's a time. It's a couple of people that I would seek out. Jake Roberts is one of them. Dean Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson is another one. Yep. Dean Moinka was another one. Yep. And JR is another one. And yep. Tony Giovanni. He has the people there. Those are the there. ones. Yeah. And I'd, the ones I'd, I'd add in that. Jeff Jarrett to that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that would be my core team. That would be my core team. Like book me a year, a good solid year. And I'd have Jake. I, Jake would be my right hand man. Nothing makes it past this man. You know why? Because I know he's thought of it. You know what? I, I, I really honestly believe, too, is AEW, AEW needs an authority figure on TV. They do. They need some kind of a general like a manager commissioner. or something. something. A commissioner or something. And, 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 I, and I know it's no chance in hell that this would ever happen, they would never do it. But there's two people in mind that I that I would pick for this for this role, and I know it would never happen. The two people in mind that I would pick for this role as the the commissioner, well, actually three people. The three people in mind that I would pick would be um, Eric Bischoff, Jim Cornette, like <laughs> and Conan. <laughs> Two of the three wouldn't happen. Conan is right. possible. Yeah. But the other yeah. two, like, mm, yeah. I, that's a hard sell. Hey. <laughs> hey. All but that, it but would work. Bischoff's, but but it, would, it would definitely work. You talking about money, bro. You talking about money. Just this, face this time is where, alone. This is, where, this is where Tony could, like, okay, let's sit down, people. Listen. Let's sit down and let's make some money. Yes. Like, like Jim, come on the show and say all this shit that you say on your Give podcast. Give me your podcast. Say it on the show. For 10 straight minutes. Bischoff, same thing. Say all this shit yep. that you, let's make some money. That the, 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 the best stories that you can have in wrestling all del from Real life situations. Yes. Why not take it there? You might as well. Make money. If it was me in AW and, and I had Tony Khan's ear, there would be a lot of stuff going down, a lot of change. Like there would be a change that's going on. I'd say, Tony, let's just let's just get Eric on the phone. Let's get Bischoff on the phone. I would say find me a pay-per-view that is a good cutoff point. And from that point, 
I would get everybody I needed to get. I'd sit them down in a room and I'd say, let's plan to do a hard fucking reset the day after this shit. Yeah, but they've done that already before. How many damn times have you reset? You need it. You need it, though. You need it. You can't. The, the last time they did it, it only worked for a little bit. You can't, though. You, that's that's the point, though. You can't. You can't always go for, let's reset. There, there is no resetting at this point. You can't reset the shit. So you, you say re- just you reset keep it the way it is. You, can, you have to. You already reset it when you got the new stage and shit. That was your reset. It was supposed to be the new AEW. You already reset it. How many okay. more times are we going to reset it and then it turns to shit? And then on top of that, you're going to reset this. Oh, my gosh. We have collision. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. We got Ring of Honor. We have all this. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's true. That is, it's a lie. I, I wouldn't even have brought this, this collision show out. I wouldn't have I done could, that. I, I, I will tell you, I commend Tony Khan for... Buying wants, Ring of Honor. He wants buying to give Ring of Honor. People shit. Giving people places to work. Yeah. I get that. Dude hasn't really fired anybody. He kept all these people going through the pandemic. I, I respect that. Yeah, I do. But too. at the same time, we gotta Dude. get to you gotta get this shit in order here, man. Like, you, you, gotta, got, you, like, you, you gotta like, do you what gotta, you don't wanna do. You gotta you gotta have your talent relations people in place. Like who knows more about talent relations that's working for that company than Jeff Jarrett and Jim Ross? Together, yeah. Together. You know what I'm saying? So Together, you got a, why you got a half you, a millennium. A fucking why don't you life. let Jeff Jarrett go run Ring of Honor? That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Or why don't you have Jeff Jarrett if you if you don't want to bring in Bischoff, if you don't want to bring in Coordinator, that's impossible. Why don't you have Jeff Jarrett as the figurehead for one of the shows? Also, Teddy Long is out there available to, to they that that can do this. Teddy, every time Teddy, Teddy goes in the pop, listen, they don't need no Thunderdome for Teddy Long when Teddy Long comes out there. Hell no. That dude gets a pop. Every you know? time. I ain't I'm and I might kiss his ass because we you know we buddies and shit. I'm just stating the facts. <laughs> No, it's true. Yeah, he gets you he know gets what? a pop. Teddy Long is still using fucking Rodney Mack's entrance, and he still gets a pop. And Rodney Mack ain't been in the in the WWE for a better part of twenty years. Right. Still gets a pop. Like that is, it's one of the most insane things I think I've ever seen in wrestling. That nobody talks about. <laughs> Yeah, and what people probably don't understand what we're saying right now is Teddy Long's interest music is called the Mac Militant. Yeah. And it was made for Rodney Mac. So people don't uh people don't get that. But at the same time, um let's transition now when you're talking about Money Night Raw real quick because um there's something happened um that I thought was very interesting. So this coming Friday night on Friday night SmackDown, we're gonna have a tag team championship match. It's a rematch for WrestleMania. We're gonna have the Usos taking on Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and so much stuff was put on Raw last night. So much emphasis on who's gonna betray who. Uh, you had the backstage segment with with Jimmy, with Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. Sami's still trying to get at Jay. Yep. Basically, Sami showing, I still care about you, bro. 
You, I still care about you. It was Jay your homie. It wasn't you. Jay looking conflicted still. He's talking about, I made my choice. You got the next segment with Jimmy solo on the back and Jay. And Jimmy talking about how he's, you know, main event Jim. Main event Jim. Main event Jim. Um, <laughs> the right-hand man Jim. I, I'm like, where is all this coming from? Like, Who gave you, know you I mean? this title? Right. <laughs> These are all the titles of Jay. So I'm like, bro. So... <laughs> Sorry, I'm like you. So now you 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 kissing Roman's ass like like you deep in that motherfucker. You buried up in there. That's what it sounds like to me. Yep. So and then Jay is so concerned about what what happens if we don't win. You got Solo in the back. Like when we first started to sh- before we started talking tonight, I said Solo is becoming my favorite dude in WWE, and I don't have favorites of anything. He's becoming my favorite dude. Solo is a hybrid. Of Taz and Umaga. If yes. you and if you know what I mean, go on the WWE Network on Peacock or go on YouTube. Go look at Taz's matches from ECW. Just look at Taz's no nonsense demeanor. Like the dude was a cyborg, a machine, didn't he, give a shit, show no yep. emotion, <clears throat> nothing. He was up there doing his thing. Um, beat me if you can. Survive, survive if I let you. Let you. Yep. That's that was Taz, right? That's what you get with Solo. Solo is Survive. that that motherfucker. Yeah, he that dude. He will. He yeah. just just the tribal chief. Just give me the word, and I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this motherfucker right here. That, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna take his ass out for you. I'm gonna chill, but you give me the word. This motherfucker's toast, brother or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You right. say go, I'm going. Right. I don't give a fuck who it is. So they brought that up. They and then Jimmy was like, "You talking to Sammy?" And then he goes and confronts Sammy, and tells Sammy, "You need to worry about what's going on with your brother, because I was we there." Yeah. He's like, "You you think that KO forgot that you kicked him all them times? I was standing right there when you did it. He ain't forgave you, and he damn sure ain't forgot. So you need to be watching about you need to be watching about your brother. Stop worrying about mine over here." That's what he said. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, bruh, number one to me, the Usos are not winning that match. I don't think they are either. They're not winning that match. This this whole thing here is all about what the hell is Roman gonna do when Jimmy and Jay don't win, and it's gonna be Jay that takes Jay's the gonna have Jay's gonna, ha- or it may be Jimmy and Jay will have to save him. But Jay knows what's up. Right. So it's a very the just just when the storyline was kind of getting a little bit of yeah, it's and it kind of picked back up again. Yeah. So um I'm looking I'm looking forward to just that. Yes. Just that match. Yeah. Now, all the rest of it, I don't give a shit. But just that particular match right there, I'm looking forward to it. And I want to see the outcome of this story and see where it progresses. But I think by SummerSlam. We are going to have main event Jay either wrestling Jimmy or wrestling Roman. I I would say Roman. Because I think and they're going to lose, and I think this is going to push Jay to the brink. Could be. And, and, and speaking of pushing to the brink, we're going to transition into this segment real quick. Um, 
last night on Raw, Triple H came out with a major announcement. That will shake the foundation. Shake the foundation of WWF. For years right. to come. Yeah. For years to come. It would shake the foundation. No, it won't, because they've done this so many times. So <laughs> they unveiled the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Basically, it's a hybrid of the big gold belt with the current network logo belt. It's what it's what it is. And we were talking about this before we started the show. I'm not exactly sold on the belt. I'm not really feeling the belt. First of all, it's smaller than the big gold belt. But one thing that I did say on this podcast last week was that Cody wasn't the guy. But if I had the world heavyweight title, Cody would be the champion. I also said that (laughs) if there's anybody that can bring back the NWO black and white, it was Cody Rhodes. You said that. I said that. Now, I did not forward. agree with that last part. Right. Fast forward to when I saw this belt. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm getting ready for work. And I see the belt design. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's what I said. So I go on my little thing on my phone. And all I do is draw an N and an O. And a little thing underneath it. Kind of like this shirt. Yeah. And I said, hey, it can be painted. <laughs> so, I see this. And I didn't put the W. I left the W, the, the w alone. Because you, you don't need the W. It's already, it's already yeah, it's on It's already there. So, I'm like, you know, this could be what I'm talking about here with the NWO. Black and white. Cody turns heel. He he wins that belt. He tags that belt. That's where you go. Here's my only here's my only issue. It's just fancy booking, man. I'm not I saying know. that's where they're going. I know. But here's my only issue with all of this shit. Even last night. It's what Triple H actually said about the belt. It's going to be a workhorse's belt. Yeah. It's not going to be for somebody who's going to be there part-time. You're going to have a champion that doesn't demand your acknowledgement. He's going to earn it. You know, it, it was there were a lot of jabs in that, in that promo for, for Roman. And he said, he was like, Roman, he did something smart. Something I would have did. He negotiated himself to where he doesn't have to defend this title often. And it's great for Roman Reigns, but it's not great for the WWE. And you deserve someone who is going to perform for you. That shit I did not like. Yeah. You know what we go back to whenever we say something as a kernel of truth to to it. So how much of that was Paul Levesque? A lot. A lot. And his true feelings about the championship. Because guess what? 
when Triple H was the world champion, he wasn't part-time. He, he was, was there every week. Yeah. Even when he had the world heavyweight title, the big gold. Okay. Yeah, this is true. This Reign is true. of terror or not, he was defending it. He was basically what he's saying with this is, this is going to be the workhorse title. We're going to take this back to the WCW days, pretty much. Yeah. This, the person with this, you're going to be basically Ray Flair with this belt. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that. I get that. What I didn't, what I, and what my mind immediately went to was the fact that Roman probably can't work these days. And it's because of his leukemia, because his immune system is compromised. Though he's been working as many days as he can, he probably can't work that much because of his immune system like work the big pay-per-views come out do the promos like his schedule is geared to where he doesn't have to appear that much like if they had a problem that but the problem with that is is that they 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 put themselves in a corner with roman with roman and giving him both the championships right so what's gonna end up happening is is that they're going to take away the network logo, the World Heavyweight Championship. They're going to take that away from Roman. Roman's probably going to have the Universal. Remember a few weeks ago when we were doing this show and I talked about the lineage to, to belts? Yeah. The lineage, Roman's lineage. Okay. I, I, I kind of think they, they kind of realize this now. Roman's Ooh. approaching a thousand days as a Universal Champion. Not... You can't beat the record of Hogan. You can't beat the record of, of San Martino. And because, dude, you just Roman just really won the belt. Roman just won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania last year. Yeah. So you can't do that. But this belt here, the, the World Heavyweight Championship, is the lineage to the WCW. To the WWE when they brought both belts together. That's the lineage. You know what I'm saying? So what happens to the WWE championship? Are you gonna it take no that away from him? You're taking it away. Because that because Roman it Roman is the universal champion. So Yeah, and what Triple H said is to his words, he said whatever Whatever show he gets drafted to, talking about Roman, right? He will go to that show, and the titles, the title, will go with him to right. that show, which is the Blue Universal, the Universal Championship. Championship, right? Because he's a and Universal he did Champion. call that the undisputed World Heavyweight Championship. He called right. it that. Yes, because that's the that that right there. Is the lineage to the WWF Championship to the World Championship when they they combine uh, the belts? Again, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah, well, uh, it is what it is. I mean, eventually I may come around to it, but right now, when it, when he it, when he did the promo, like when I saw the belt, I was like, okay, it's a I I don't have a problem with the belt. I even don't have a problem with the fact that they're re-splitting the brand. What I did have a problem with 
what was the wording that he used for it. Now, if this comes around that they're going to bring that lineage back to the World Heavyweight Championship, okay, I can deal with that. That I can deal with. What I can't deal with and what it seems like, and I don't know if this is to a fault or not, is that they're they're really trying to get this shit off of Roman. By yeah, any means necessary. They have to because they realize now that they missed their shot with Cody. And that's what that's where that's where my mind went yesterday. But, too. but at the same time, it's like, okay, so is this a Cody Rose constellation, constellation prize? prize. The, Trust me, social. But media I don't think it's going to be. But I don't think it's going to be Cody that wins that belt. I don't want it to be Cody that. It's going to be Brock Lesnar. I think it's going to be Seth Rollins. I don't think so. I think they were maneuvering Seth into doing that. Let me tell you something. Vince McMahon is running the show. McMahon is going to have Roman as one champion and Brock Lesnar as the other. Mark my words. You want the new championship? You have a new championship. You want you want to set that belt apart from everybody else. Brock Lesnar is going to have that championship. Brock Lesnar is going to win that belt, guarantee it. Because Cody challenged for it. Cody, I will went, win. I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah. Two things. Two people I see winning money in the bank. Cody or Jay Uso. Probably Cody, but here's the thing. So this belt. It's going to be up for grabs next month. Yeah. In exactly a month. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Night of Champions. Yeah, Night of Champions. So you can you can pretty much take uh, you can take KO and Sami Zayn out of the equation. They won't be there. Yeah, true. Um, is Brock going to be on tap for that? Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. I mean, they got Brock coming in uh, for for the Puerto Rican. Uh, Brock Puerto really Rican hasn't so gone know. anywhere since WrestleMania, right? So, to me, big time show like that, Saudi Arabia, it, it's gonna it, it's gonna be Brock. It's gonna be Brock. What what you're saying makes sense. My my thing is, Brock's normally on vacation. <laughs> business wise, business wise, for me, business wise, I'm putting it on Brock. Business wise, business wise, I say Brock, but I could also see Seth. I just don't. I don't see Seth because they got Seth in this meaningless shit with Omas for some reason, which is a Vince McMahon. Yeah. So, so I don't see it. What I, I do see, Brock Lesnar as a champion. Because I would see Vince McMahon would want Brock to be the face. When's the draft? This Friday? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I think after the draft, we'll have a bigger picture on what's going to happen. Right. Because that's what's going to determine who's going to be the champion is the draft. Well, so you're going to have a problem because something tells me that the new belt is going to end up on SmackDown. And yeah. I believe the, I believe Roman is going to get drafted to raw. And I believe at that point, they're going to bring back the red universal championship. I believe so. Yeah. 
I believe so. Yeah. But we'll wait and see what happens. But I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Have him drop both of those belts and get the red one. No, not well. They're going to take that. They're going to take the WWE Championship away from him anyway. So they're going to they're dropping that one. But what I'm saying is that when he drops, when he if he gets drafted to Raw, then he'll have the red belt. But let's be honest about something. Who's to say if Roman gets drafted to Monday Night Raw? Who's to say the bloodline comes with him? Exactly. Yeah, I look at that situation. The only time I remember a, a, a faction getting put together on, on, on a draft was like the New Day. They came together yeah. as, a, as a faction. Um, what was it? NWO. And they can use that to make this make sense too. Yeah. NWO exactly. came as NWO came as a as a faction. Yeah. And the first draft in 02. So there's a lot of lot of different um, ways they can they can they can go with this if they want to. But I do believe the the red belt's coming back because that's the reason why they still have it for sale on WWE Shop. And they never got rid of it. Yep. So and it makes sense for Roman to have the red belt. It's the bloodline. It it works. It fits. Yes. I agree with that. There's a lot. There's a lot that it, we're gonna have to wait and see. Right. We're gonna have to wait and see. So, yeah, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Uh, final thoughts is there is going to be a video game coming out in a couple of days. <laughs> it's called Star Wars. Um, I believe it's Jedi Survivor or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I already got it, and I can't wait to play it. Um, I guess the AEW game is never going to come out. I don't think it is. Fight uh, for not, never. Fight, yeah, fight, yeah, fight. You know, fight forever or no fight forever or whatever <laughs> the hell they want to call it. It's not happening. Um, not anytime soon. So we're going to keep waiting on that. Um, as far as the final thoughts go. Um, there's really nothing going on. They've, they've added a couple, for people out there that watch classic wrestling, they've added a couple of uh, episodes of uh, championship wrestling to the Peacock, which is the first, um, it was the uh, second WWE show back in the day. Yep. With Vince McMahon, and they had, uh, it was him, and, and um, I think Pat Patterson was on a couple of episodes, wherever, so they've added those to the, to the, to the network. Um, I've been getting on their ass peacock why uh because of the lack of classic content to the network i actually have i actually filed a dispute with them about this so they they yeah they actually have um i'm not trying to be a darren over here let me see your supervisor you know what i mean um but no so i i complained to them i'm like look man i said world championship wrestling and wcw saturday night have not been updated in like a year. Longer for World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. So they hit me back and says, Hey, sir, um, I, I've, I've got all your comments here and, and, and I've, I've sent, you know, I've sent it over to the proper people at WWE um, to, to, to do this. Can you, can you close out the dispute? No, I'll close out the dispute when I see some changes on the network. That's when I'll close it. Matter of fact, the dude just called me today. To, to ask me about it because you know why are you fucking with them people? No, it's not. It's not fucking with them. It's not fucking with them at all. I pay for you're a keeping service. them honest. You're keeping I, them. I honest. pay. Yeah, I pay for a service, 
and the service is the WWE Network. So if I want to, if, if you have all the footage, I want to watch WWE Saturday Night. You haven't updated the shit. You've been constantly updating WWF superstars. That shitty ass WWF superstars from 1996, <laughs> bruh. All right, you, you're updating with that shit. Like I don't want to see that bullshit. Where's Livewire? You know what I mean? I told I and I told Where the dude I was like. Fish I told the motherfucker. I, I told the dude on there too. I was like, bro, I can go to YouTube and get all this shit for free. I was like, that's what y'all pushed me to. You feel me? And then I had to and then I had to explain to them about copyright and shit. I said, you know, there's whole segments missing from like from from when the Rock came back in 03 when he was Hollywood Rock. You remember he did that segment, um, the the Rock concert. Well, yeah. they completely cut those out on the WWE Network. And I told the guy, I said, oh, I why the hell them. did they, why the hell did they do that? I said, it's a parody. You can get away with a parody. Yeah. So why did they cut it? I also told him, I said, sir, he says, he, he was like, oh, so you, you also mentioned some music. I'm like, yeah. I said, for instance, um, sold out 1999, WWE sold out 99. I said, throughout the show, you hear the Wolfpack music, right? I said, I don't know, the, the, the brain trust over at WWE decided to, for some reason, Scott Hall's walking out to the ring to Russell Goldberg, but he's not coming out to the Wolfpack music. They've dubbed it over with the NWO black and white music. Why the hell did you do that when the whole damn show, they've been playing the Wolfpack? So I told him this. And he was like, oh my God. Like, uh, like okay, he, you can hear him typing shit. Like, he, I'm telling him. You fucked this man's day up. That's what you did. I, I'm oh, no. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying, man. I'm like, if you if you want to dub, if you're gonna dub something, make it make sense. I said you do realize that Jimmy Hart created a lot of those songs down there. So why are they dubbing them? This is very true. Like I don't get that. He created. He created a lot of songs. like. What's so different from DVD to the net? Like why? Why is Self High Five dubbed over? You you presented for you. WWE used to dub over Self High Five with Self High Five because they would have to dub over Michael Buffer on the DVD, so they would put the, add, add the track on there. So why the hell are you guys? I don't I don't understand. I'm like, bro, the 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 dream job for me, honestly, would be to work for the network. I could literally sit there in the studio or whatever with with some fucking popcorn and shit and just watching the shit and taking notes and be like, hey, that's not supposed to be there. This is fucked up over here. That's all fucked up. Let's get, we're going to petition. We're going to petition to get you a job at the network. Hey, you've seen this my, is our you, goal. hey, you've seen my editing skills, bro. I've seen them. I've seen you. I've seen you at work. It's beautiful. So, yes, we, we should get you a, a, a job at the network. This is our goal here. They can send the reels to me. You can exactly. send the shit to me. I'll sit my ass right here. Dude, you talk about, well, hey, we have a deadline. We have so many shows. Like, shit. Send, send me 10 episodes of WW Saturday Night. I'll go through there and do what I got to do, make the changes. Dub over whatever music you want me to dub over. Send the shit back to you. Put it on the network. 
That's the problem, though. The problem is, is that I understand there's probably like maybe one or two people working the network. Yeah. Because that's what happens when they when when the hours pandemic and hours happened, of content. They 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 fire everybody. Yep. So that's what happens. Hours and hours of content you got to go through. Yeah. So, yeah. But hey, maybe one day right here on No Gimmicks, I'll show you people out there exactly how to dub a match. I'll show you exactly what I do. That's the a secrets. Patreon exclusive. The secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, all the listeners out there listening right now to No Gimmicks. Don't forget, coming up very shortly on Patreon, Patreon exclusive, Demolition versus Road Warriors, coming up. The debate. The debate the, of all debates. Yes. That was my final thought. Uh, we got that. Um, once again, shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, shout out to the Bob Culture Podcast as well. We are now a sponsor of the Bob Culture Podcast. A very good podcast that covers a bunch of pro wrestling stuff, just like we do. So, shout out to them. Um, What else we got? We got got some stuff coming along the pipeline. Uh, Mr. Pro Wrestling, June 10th. Uh, We're going to try to sponsor another match on that card. True Colors. Uh, Shout out to Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. Shout out to MPX Wrestling. Um, we do have an interview coming with a wrestler from MPX Wrestling. Uh, that'll be a Patreon exclusive. So, yeah, man, we got stuff coming down the pipeline. Don't forget Smoke Pit Fridays, Patio Tuesdays, Burrow Bread Friday, Real Food Wednesday, No Gimmick Thursday. All right, man, anything else? Oh, yeah, real quick, I turn the mix on. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. And also, listen, you know, here in Texas, we um, we have severe weather every now and again. You know, thunderstorms and all that. It, it happens. It, 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 was, it was crazy every night. I mean, yes. it was hell and everything. Fuck so, yes. what you can do out there for people who have pets is get your animals some calming treats. You get them some calming treats. They'll sleep right through it, so it doesn't affect their nerves and all that stuff. Because you know, animals are very sensitive to these type of situations. Sounds and sounds yeah. and all kind of stuff. So just be wary of that. You know, you can go on Amazon or you can go on, um, you know, all these different websites and find your your pets and all that stuff. But like I said, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. I am so sick and tired of of of, of just being out on the road and seeing stray dogs that got hit by cars and shit. It's just it's just fucked up, man. Yeah. So in order to help control the pet population, have your pet spayed or neutered. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> All right, man. For here, uh, us here at No Gimmicks on the DFPN, thank you guys for tuning in to episode 41. Come back for episode 42. Until then, enjoy the wrestling. You want to get it out? I'll let What's you up? get it out this time. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> When the No Gimmicks Podcast destroys you. (laughs) Peace.